Hey guys, I'm your host, Angel. Hey guys, I'm your host, Paige. And this is the Dear Little Me podcast. We're so excited to be back for episode three. We, we're so thankful and grateful for how supportive you guys have been for the podcast so far. And it's only, well, it's not even been a week yet since we uploaded the first episode. We just have, we did a bonus episode. So if you guys haven't seen our previous episode, that's a good one to watch to kind of get to know us a little bit better. So I recommend checking that one out. So on today's episode of the podcast, we have a lot to talk about. So uh, we're going to talk about Demi and Paris Hilton that, 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 that released (laughs) (laughs) on, it was on Netflix, right? Yes. Yeah. So that released on Netflix and then Demi went to the premiere with Paris Hilton. And then also we got new photo shoot. Like how exciting is that? A whole new photo shoot, a potential new era. I know. Oh my God. So much to discuss. So we're going to hop right into it. Um, I think maybe the first thing we should talk about are these photos because what the hell, where did those come from? Like I knew Demi was doing a photo shoot, but I was not expecting heels in the mouth. That was like, that took (laughs) caught me off guard a little bit. But um, the other thing that caught me off guard was the comment. I believe it was from Allie. Yes. So Allie's foot is the one that is featured in these photos. Um, so basically, basically Allie Marie Evans is her name. And they commented on Demi's photo and said, they simply aren't ready. It's a new era. Buckle the fuck up, everyone. I asked you guys what your thoughts were on that, because when that comment was posted, a lot of people, especially on Twitter, were talking about a new era, a new album. I, I asked you guys like what your thoughts were on that comment and what you took away from that. But a lot of people didn't take it as a new, a new era. I low key was hoping for one, not that I want this era to end because I'm really enjoying it and I still enjoy the album, but I wouldn't mind new music. I'll take it. Yeah. I'm sure we all, we all would. Right. Um, so I don't know. Do you want to read some of the comments that we got? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so we posted, we can't wait to talk about this on our this week's episode, but we want to know your thoughts on if you think we'll be getting a new possible new album or not. Um, someone said, probably meaning Demi is finally happy and living their truth since coming out as non-binary, etc. This is a new era for Demi finally being who they want to be. Um, someone else said, I'll be surprised if there's a new album. They're not like Taylor Swift who releases albums in one, sadly, in one year, sadly, lol. But I think that meant new photo shoots. I hope we get new music videos. Someone said, maybe not a new album, but definitely new music coming. I'm sure of that. Uh, someone said, I doubt that Allie knows what era means to us, sadly, but who knows? <laughs> and then someone else said, I think this comment meant a new era of photo shoots or something, but who knows? So a lot of people are saying yeah. that they don't think it's a new album, but just a new like era of Demi's like truth and truth and like personal yeah. well-being, things like that. I... I'm torn because I don't know if necessarily a new album, but I remember Demi saying on their story like a couple of days ago, did like a poll, like a like couple polls. Did you see that? Yeah. And it was like, who, like, who thinks it's time for a new music video? And I'm just like, well, what song would it be? Because I feel like Met Him Last Night would be the only, not that I don't love any of the other songs because I do love more songs or other songs more than Met Him Last Night. But I feel like with the hype of that song, that would probably be the only potential next 
single from that album that would get a music video, but I don't think that's happening anymore because the hype has definitely gone down. They really should have taken advantage of it when it was hot. But um, so I'm thinking like something like I Love Me, which is kind of just like a random song now. Like, I don't know, what would it be like considered? I, I think it was supposed to be the lead single of her or the lead single of Demi's previous album that was in the works. But then Demi kind of just like trashed it because it didn't do too well. So I'm wondering if there's going to be just like a random song that Demi puts out or, or something. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Because like what music video could it be? Yeah, I, I was no th- idea. I was thinking like definitely something like I Love Me where it's a random music, where it's a random song that gets put out and then a music video comes with it. But I feel like whenever Demi does that, like it, like not to say that like this sounds bad, but it fails whenever because mm-hmm. like I Love Me failed within like the first week it was released. And yeah. I just feel like that's not like the best thing for Demi to do if that is what they were planning on doing. Um, but I mean, like, like everyone has said, I wouldn't mind new music regardless of how it comes, whether it's in a music video form or whether it's a new album. Um, I definitely would not find new music. Yeah, I feel like it's gotta be the start of something unless it's just something in between. And because I know that Demi said that they wanted to release, was it just more music? I don't remember what they said exactly. If it was like more music's coming or like another album's coming. I don't know if that was the exact words that Demi used, but there's definitely more music coming. And that that's a fact. So we could expect new music because Demi said it themselves. I'm ready for this music video. It's been a while because we did get Dancing with the Devil, but I don't know. I feel like Demi put this album out. This is what I thought. If Demi is putting out another album, maybe Demi just wanted to get this album, get the documentary out, that music video out to kind of put the past in the past. Like, this is my story right now. I want to explain to you guys like what I went through, what I'm going through right now. And then let's just leave it there, you know? So that's what I get from it. And then hopefully this new music will be more of like current age stuff I don't know someone said that that, uh they thought that Demi was going back to the like rock era and like putting out a rock album which I wouldn't mind again like another here we go again I would definitely oh my god amazing I would love that too oh my god that would be incredible um but moving on from the photos which if you guys haven't seen them they're on Demi's Instagram I'm wondering if we're gonna get more but if we do get any more um I'm sure they'll be worth talking about and we'll mention them in uh next episode or whenever if we ever get more pictures so next we are going to talk about paris the paris hilton and demi uh would you want to call it a collab it was really like i I guess cooking cooking episode (laughs) cooking episode that (laughs) came out on netflix and uh, demi also went to the premiere night that paris hilton held uh so yeah we're going to talk about that a little bit do you want to share your thoughts Paige? i thought the episode was so cute I don't yeah. know. I felt like Demi was really into it. Yeah, like, they're both taking it seriously. Yeah, I loved it. I don't know. I I would, to be honest, I wanted to try the cannolis. Oh yeah, they definitely looked really good. But I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Demi um, was definitely more into it than Paris Hilton was. I don't know. I know. I yeah, I got that vibe too. Like Demi was trying to. <laughs> and remember when Demi was like this? I was like, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god that yeah that was that was a good episode um I like I don't know I like seeing Demi and other things rather than just music I don't know it just it that was a completely different atmosphere that 
I've never seen Demi. Like, I've never seen Demi cook. Yeah, exactly. I think Demi enjoys it, too. I think um, with them being, like, so focused on their music that it's good to have, like, other areas of focus to spread out into, like, when it comes to, like, Mm -hmm. acting or cooking shows or interviews or anything other than music. I think that they enjoy being able to um, branch out into other things like that just because music is they're so focused on their music that it probably feels good to like be able to branch out into other things that they can put their passions into yeah exactly like I would so be into we got 4D with Demi the Demi Lovato show I'm ready for cooking with Demi yes (laughs) I want to see how Demi makes their rice remember like do you remember Demi talking about remember Max Max is like yeah they got them a rice cooker so I'd like to see what Demi can do. So I don't know. I'd definitely be into that. But Demi looked amazing at the premiere. I guess it was like a premiere for the Netflix yeah. show. Um, I loved the outfit. Loved the red lips. Loved the hair. Yeah, the hair. The, the hair on the hair on the show gave me like rocker rocker vibes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I love that. I love the blonde. I feel like it was so short lived, but it yeah. was fun. And the outfit was so cute on the show too yes so yeah yep that's all I really have to say about, about the, yeah there wasn't much about that. that yeah we'll just at cut the that premiere, though, I want, at the premiere I wanted to talk about uh Tana Mojo being Demi's new bestie I feel like that might be leading down a bad path like I don't want to assume anything but Tana Mojo isn't really the best influence I guess to have around and I'm kind of worried that Demi might go down another bad path when it comes to being friends with Tana Mojo, just because what everything Tana Mojo does and goes through, I guess, I feel like that wouldn't be the best influence on Demi, especially right now. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from. I kind of see it as how often does Demi really see Tana? I mean, maybe they don't post about it, but from what I was, from what I've seen, it seems to only be at kind of like events. I don't know if they really hang out one-on-one, maybe here and there they have. I try to, I try to like think about it in a way that I feel like Demi, I hope that Demi knows what they're doing and knows what's best for them and, and, you know, is making the right choices. So, yeah. Um, yeah definitely. But we wanted to get into my favorite segment of the show is the Dear Little Me segment where we throw it back in the fandom share a story with you guys and we wanted to talk about our first Demi concert that we've been to so do you want to take it away yes I want to start okay so my first Demi concert was the Demi world tour and I have this distinct memory I might insert a picture if I can find it but um I stood next to Demi's cardboard cutout of the Tampax uh <laughs> but they like had their hands on their hips and they were wearing that like bra and leggings or whatever and it was the tampax yeah. <laughs> and it. I was standing next to the cardboard cutout because I didn't and little did I know I would be standing next to the real version of Demi at a different concert like I that's know. just so funny to me but I was like <laughs> hugging the cardboard cutout my mom took a picture of me um wait what, was, what show was that at uh it was in Jersey this still at the Prudential Center in New Jersey for Demi World Tour Oh my God, I can't believe that you were that small at the Demi World Tour. I have pictures of me from the Demi World Tour and I literally look the same as I do now. You were a child at that show. I was 14. Yeah, it was my very first concert, very first Demi concert. Um, And my mom surprised me with the tickets that we got. And I remember um, 
MKTO open for it and uh, Christina I Perry. MK- yeah, I loved MKTO at that time. Oh my God. Their song Classic. I feel like when that song released, it was like the peak of humanity and we just went downhill from there. Because <laughs> <laughs> that song brought all of us together. It was such a bop. And I miss that era of just music in general. 2014 was a great era for music. But yeah, that was my first concert. And I remember I threw up because I was screaming, really don't care. Because then we opened with really don't care. And I was screaming it so loud that I strained myself and I puked. As the song was happening, like you yeah, at the concert, not like after. Did you like <laughs> throw up on the person in front of you? No, it was like I puked like in my mouth, but it was like all like... <laughs> Sorry, I don't know about the phobia, but I remember I got so excited because you know the part where it's like, oh, 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 I really don't. So I was like, oh, like, you're like, oh, yeah, oh, and I was screaming it. You know the TikTok that's like, oh no, oh no, 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 no. And I was so oh my god, I threw up in my mouth at that part, and that's like my main memory of that concert but yeah it was definitely a blast and I wish I could go back oh my god I love that tour so my first concert was back in 2011 at the special night with Demi tour um it was the first tour that Demi did post rehab so and it was the first time yeah the first time I ever saw Demi I had recently become a fan and I met Demi there which I told you guys about in I think our first episode um, so if you guys are curious, I'll actually insert the picture from when I met Demi. Well, I'll have Angel insert it so you guys can see the demonic <laughs> possession going on in the photo. Um, it was really weird. Uh, I don't know. I should have went and like told the person who took the picture, can we like retake this? But anyway, I got floor seats for that. And back then, I believe floor seats, I could probably find my concert ticket, but I believe it was like $150 for meet and greet floor seats and uh soundtrack wow. and I actually have footage from the soundtrack if if I could send you the video if you're able to insert it so um but anyway my first concert did sound check met Demi and then at the concert, like, I really don't remember too much of it because I don't, I didn't really vlog it, but I, I did record a little bit. I had, like, my flip camera, and I remember I'm just recording the show. It was at Foxwoods, and I didn't know about a no recording rule, so this security guard came over and was like, hey, you, stop recording. I'll kick, we'll kick you out of here, and I was like, what the hell? And so I continued doing it and they came over again there and they were like, we will kick you out of here. So that was like my memory of the show. I really don't remember much. I think um, I continued to record, but I remember the cameras had like a red glowing button or a light on it. So I covered it. So they didn't know I was recording, but I was like this, <laughs> recording it. Um, nothing too memorable, I guess, besides, because I did already tell you guys the meet and greet story. That was like the main thing. But I do remember after soundcheck and meeting Demi, I remember sitting waiting for the show to start because we got like early access into the arena. I remember sitting there with Anthony and being like, well, we can go home now because we feel like we're satisfied. Like we feel like we already saw a concert because we saw Demi doing sound check and the meet and greet went so well, even though I didn't say anything. I still, at that time, it was like the best day of my life. It's crazy. So yeah, that was my, that was my um, first Demi concert experience. 
So with that being said, we actually interviewed a international Levotic. Um, it's Celestial Demi on Instagram. I'm sure many of you guys are familiar. Uh, they have a pretty large following over there. Um, <laughs> and we wanted to see what it was like being an international stand, considering that we have it so easy being in the U.S., being able to see Demi on every tour, getting all the merch in a easy amount of time and just being able to see Demi in general and experience all of the concerts and meetups that we do with each other. And so we wanted to see the point of view of another Levotic that isn't from the U.S. and their struggles of being an international stand and things that she has to go through being that with releases and concerts and things like that, seeing what she has to go through with things like that. So, yeah. Roll the clip. <laughs> okay, guys. So our first guest on the Dear Little Me podcast is going to be Ella, otherwise known as Celestial Demi on Instagram. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, that's fine. Well, I googled like certain words that would be good for a username and that came up. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. So I think that's how you pronounce it. I could be wrong, but yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have Celestial Demi um, from Instagram here with us today and we're going to be discussing the struggles of being an international stan and what it's like uh, because uh, Ella here is from uh, the UK, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we want to give you a little chance to tell us about yourself. What do you want the robotics to know about you? Oh, not too much. Um, no. Um, so, yeah, I'm Ella. Um, I'm 18 and I'm from the UK. Um, I became a robotic in 2014, sort of October, November time. Um, but I'd watch Disney Channel as a kid and it was like more so in the summer because I was a bit poor and I couldn't like, afford Disney Channel. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, so I sort of grew up seen Demi on screen but I didn't really become a fan of theirs until like seven years ago um and now that I say that out loud it makes me feel really old um right oh my god so weird it's so weird but um (laughs) I think I was around a friend's house and I heard their version of let it go on the credits of frozen I was like mate who sings this so I googled it and I just sort of got into them that way and yeah that's so cool I mean just hearing the let it go out of all the songs that's that's mm-hmm. the first time that you heard demi um apart from on disney channel basically yeah oh, right. and then when i started googling them and like looking into them it was um i always remember really don't care and made in the usa so i don't know whether they were like the first ones that i clicked on to listen to or what but they just remind me of sort of first becoming a fan in a sense so I forgot yeah. about that song made in the USA. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Are you kidding? Iconic. It deserves, it's underrated <laughs> and deserves Honestly. better. No, I hadn't heard <laughs> it in ages. But, oh, I, that I was didn't so cute. On the 4th of July. I didn't even listen to it. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I love that song. I don't know why people hate on it. It's a good one. Oh, but, another thing I mean, as well. What? Sorry. Um, I was just no, going to no, say no, that um, I've noticed that a lot of people, like with the new album, everyone slanders lonely people. And I'm like, I feel like I'm, the only, I'm sat here listening to it. I'm like, am I the only one that likes it? Because I feel like it's such an underrated song, like Made in the USA and like others. I just feel like there's so many Demi songs that people don't like. I'm like, how? I know. And what I feel like I listened to that one that came up on, I heard it must have been on like a video or something. I don't know. I was scrolling, heard it. And I was mm-hmm. like, I feel like I didn't really give this uh, the time of day, Lonely People. It is mm-hmm. really good. I do really enjoy it. What do you think is another song that is underrated by Demi that you can think of? Oh, um, 
I feel like I don't know if it's I like it because of nostalgia, I think, but I really like stars of confident and I feel like everyone hates it. I like I it too. I love stars. I love it. And I'm like, well, if I'm the only one people are clicking it, off fine, right now. Honestly. <laughs> people are like, yeah. I'm done listening to this podcast. They like stars. <laughs> <laughs> but what is going now, on? <laughs> um but being in the UK, like I can imagine it's not the same over there when it comes to releases and tours. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you found h- hard being an international fan? Um, I think it's mostly um, things to do with like concerts and merch as well. Like it seems like US gets all the signed stuff. And then it was with this album, we got um, the signed posters and the signed little art card thing. I was like, oh man, I'm buzzing. And then it took, the poster came ages to come and I thought, oh my God, it's lost in the post. I'm going to start crying. Because it's like my first proper like merch stuff that I've ever bought. In, well, apart from the hoodie that I've gotten from Levitic Wear but right now, because I thought I'd be a bit of a patriot. But um, yeah, it's it's difficult because I was going to go to, I think it was a Birmingham show for Tell Me You Love Me. Um, but I never ended up going for like, personal reasons or whatever but it's just it might be years until Demi comes back and it's like oh my god I'm gonna be like 40 by the time (laughs) I get to see him in concert it's just it's depressing but it's you don't really want them traveling in the middle of a pandemic so it's like oh wait it's fine yeah right um I feel like so wait so you so you haven't seen Demi yet never never ever that's gonna be so exciting when you get to it is I'm buzzing for it I don't know when it'll be but hopefully soon yeah I know I just don't know it's like it just keeps getting worse we think the pandemic's getting better and then it just oh no strains like oh my god I'm just I think we're all over it but Mm -hmm. especially the anti-vax people it's like oh just grab up please for the sake of everyone else (laughs) I just want to go outside and not feel anxious about it I know exactly. Um, Angel, was there anything that you had thought of that you wanted to ask? Um, yeah. So being an international stand, obviously, um, when it comes to like the releases and stuff, you have to because for us it's midnight usually when it releases. Mm-hmm. But you have you waited up until five a.m., five six a.m. for? Um, I did once, but I forget what it was for. But it was because most of the time I have like, it'll come out at four o'clock in the morning. It's like, well, I've got college in like three hours. I can't be up until four o'clock in the morning as much as I love them. So I've got to wait until um, like later on in the day or I'll be sat there having lunch and scrolling through and everyone's already listened to it or seen it. And it's like, oh, mate, I've missed out. But it's, yeah, it's difficult. But then I feel like I'm a bit more patient than I was. So I don't mind listening to it a few hours after it's actually come out because oh, I think it was um the day that the documentary came out I think I was at work that day or something um so I couldn't watch it throughout the whole day like because I was either at work or college um and I was so tempted to go on Instagram but I stopped myself for like two days straight because I thought I can't spoil it for myself because I'll hate myself do you know mm-hmm. what I mean so I had to I had to wait and stay off Instagram as hard as it was because I hate spoilers depends what it's for but most of the time like if it's leaked songs fair enough but if it was like the documentary or something like that it was I hated spoilers so it's either I stay off Instagram for several hours or I stay up until four o'clock in the morning and listen to it or watch it is it hard to avoid spoilers 
It is. I think because obviously you get excited naturally and you just think, oh my God, I've got to post about it. But then mm-hmm. I just, I feel bad for other people that haven't heard something or listened to something. And they're so excited about it because I've been in that position. So I try and refrain myself from it, but also stop myself from going on social media just because it's like, oh my God, spoil it for myself. Yeah, it's definitely hard. I feel like I remember when I was on on Twitter I could not go on if I hadn't seen something mm-hmm. because the first thing that's on the timeline is just gives it it's like a dead giveaway of whatever it is yeah but um yeah. Uh, a question I feel like we're probably going to ask all of the people that we interview is what is your all-time favorite Demi song thing when you asked me the other day I was sat there thinking and I thought <laughs> I'm the sort of person who can't pick just one favorite thing like it's if someone said, what's your favourite film? I'm like, well, is it Shrek or is it Camp Rock? Is it this or is it that? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I can't I can't put it down to one thing. But Nightingale is always in the back of my head when someone asks that question. So I think my brain's telling me it must be Nightingale, I think. That's a great choice. So good. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the video to it is well all in black and white. I'm like, no, stop. Stop crying. <laughs> I no, remember it's... when Demi dropped that out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. The Nightingale music video. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that in so long. I'm probably going to watch it after, after this. Yeah, watch <laughs> it. Know, it just reminded so me, unlock the memory. <laughs> I think there's a bit where they're on a boat and they go under a bridge and there's all the fans on the bridge waving at them. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so cute. But Yeah, no. oh my gosh, I have to see it. I have to watch it again. <laughs> I wanted to um, ask you, being an international stan also, so obviously over here on the US, there's a lot of us Lobotics and we have like the Lobotic meetup that we were able to do. And we have like mm-hmm. friends that we're able to meet up with for like concerts, like, you know, many concerts that we can do together. Do you have like friends that are Lobotics over there or is it mostly your friends are from the US? Um, I think most people I've spoken to are from the US, but there are the odd few from the UK, but they, because I live in such a small town on like, the edge of the country so no one's really heard of it so if there were doing a meetup it'd be miles and miles away um and especially now because you can't really do a meetup with everything that's going on so then because I spoke to someone about it and they said oh would you ever want to do one and I said yeah but I'd want to wait at least another year just to be safe because you don't want a huge crowd of people and like you've got to travel so far on public transport but yeah there's a few UK fans that I've spoken to but the majority are American yeah I, I can't wait till we can go to concerts and have meetups again I feel like oh no we need to have like a lobotic meetup it's been mm-hmm. a while 100%. I did want to highlight and like shout you out because you gave me the idea to create oh, yeah. the <laughs> the tie-dye sweatpants um yes. so thank you so much I do want to send you over a pair so after this I'm gonna message you oh, and get your size you. and what color you you want but Round of applause, everybody, because <laughs> Ella was the one that gave me the idea and it wouldn't be a thing if it weren't for you. So thank you so much, by the way. Thank you. It's when you showed me the design, it was like, I think I'd messaged you and then 20 minutes later, you said, oh, it's such a good idea. And then 20 minutes after that, you'd already banged out of the sign. But now she don't mess about. Jesus <laughs> Christ. You know, like but, once I'm inspired, yeah. I, I have to do it like right then and there. I think Angel mm-hmm. knows too. <laughs> like I get so inspired and then I'm, and then I have the product. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's awesome. I can't wait to, I'm going to be getting them in today and pressing them. Hopefully they come mm-hmm. in today. Um, so I'll yeah. have to send you a picture of them all done and 
hopefully it looks as good as the, the mock-up photo I did. Oh, I'm so excited because <laughs> I thought I love tie-dye stuff and I've noticed Demi wears some of it sometimes and I thought mm-hmm. I'd always wanted something tie-dye but it's just too expensive and I thought you know what I'd love like more Demi merch so I thought well I'll message Paige and see what she thinks and yeah sorted. <laughs> so thank you. For yeah that. great. Yeah, so that's going to be exciting. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to mention, Angel? No, that, I think that we got covered everything. Yeah, so. I think it's good. I feel like it's um, it's good to get like a perspective of like what you have to go through being in a completely different country than Demi. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that we're able to talk to you about that. And so people that are from the U.S. that have it easy get to see what you go through and kind of like the struggle. So um, mm-hmm. I think this is really good insight to that. Yeah, I think so, because it's it's interesting to learn about other people's sort of experiences with Demi and how they became a fan and whatnot, but it's it's also difficult trying to make friends, because you make friends with someone, they're like, oh yeah, I'm from the US, I'm like, oh, so there's no chance of us, like, going to the same meetup or, say, going to a conference together, but yeah. That's so true, I don't even, I didn't even think of that. Because the, most of my friends are from the U.S., so I've been mm-hmm. lucky to be able to to hang out with them and meet them and go to concerts with them. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's tough. Like your best friend, like say you're, you know, are from the U.K. Like if I was from mm-hmm. the U.K., my best friend's from the U.S. Or vice versa, I had somebody that mm-hmm. I knew that was close with from the U.K. It's like the chances of meeting. I mean, if you make it a priority, and I'm sure a lot of people have. And I think that's a great thing that we could ask you guys that are listening if you ever mm-hmm. met. Um, one of your Lovatic friends in person, leave it in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube or let us know in a DM. Um, I think that'd be yeah. cool to like feature some of your stories in a future episode. So if you guys have anything really you want to share with us. Yeah. yeah. So I think a lot of people, especially like the older fans, they've probably got the finances and they're able to leave the country. Whereas as younger ones, it's like, I don't know. I just feel like it's a bit harder, but it'd be nice to yeah. meet up with other fans and yeah because you, you get to talk about your favorite person and that's why like when you asked me to come on air, I was like oh buzzing because it's just something mm-hmm. you have in common with like thousands of people I just think it's so interesting it is it's so crazy how one person brings so many people together mm-hmm. crazy I mean so the whole reason that me and Paige met was because of Demi and like that's the whole reason we were able to start this podcast was because of Demi mm-hmm. it's just like crazy how one person like Paige said could bring all of us together and it's honestly mm-hmm. like beautiful when you think about it that like one person has the power to like inspire so many people to start something mm-hmm. so huge mm-hmm. exactly. I think it couldn't have said it better interesting how I don't know just their influence on so many things like so many people the amount of lives they've saved by telling the story that's mm-hmm. why it annoys me when you see all these people, oh, but they keep telling the story over and over again and it's annoying. It's like, I'm sorry it's such an inconvenience for you, but each time they mm-hmm. tell that story, it might save someone's life. So just be a bit more considerate because it's, oh, it's annoying you hear the same thing over and over again, but it's like someone might need that. And it's, yeah, I think it's important to have people like Demi, especially using the platform the way they do because you see so yeah. many famous people with even bigger platforms and they just don't take it to their advantage. They're just sort of yeah that's so true so true mm-hmm. couldn't have said it better really <laughs> um but yeah I don't know was there anything else that you wanted to to mention Ella did you want to shout um, anything out or I did want to ask um what 
episode of the new show and the podcast is your guys' favourite? Oh, um, I think my favourite episode of the podcast is the episode with Jojo. Yeah, mine is that as well. Yeah. Yeah. But then also the other Jojo, the singer. I like those those ones too. Mm -hmm. Um, Or that one as well. Uh, I think the Jojo Siwa one was my favorite just because Jojo Siwa. I don't want to say Jojo. (laughs) Uh, I think just because like she acts so much like all of us, like as Levotics, Mm -hmm. like when she was fangirling and all that. And I I just Mm -hmm. like relate to her so much in how she was acting in the episode. So I think that's why it's my favorite. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was so excited when JoJo asked, um, so Demi, do you ever sing any of your songs? Do you ever like listen to any <laughs> of your songs? Because I, I wonder the same thing. I'm like, does Demi ever get their songs stuck in their head? You know, mm-hmm. like mine constantly Demi songs are stuck in my head. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, that was something I would have probably asked Demi if I ever had the chance to talk to mm-hmm. them one on one. So I know. You just, I know before they've mentioned that they can't remember barely any of the lyrics from some of the songs and it's like, but you sang them and you perform them like every night. It's like, I, I, I don't know, I don't understand. But I think like with certain songs that they don't want to sing before because of said reasons, it's, it's understandable, isn't it? Right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think that's pretty much it. I think that's cool. pretty much all that I could think of right now um Mm -hmm. but we appreciate you so much hopping on with us and discussing these topics with us um Mm. and we're so happy that you're our first guest yes thank you for having me on so excited thank you so much of course well this episode will be up Sunday um Mm -hmm. and uh we're excited We'll, we'll definitely send you over the link when it's up Cool. I was so yeah, because I, I watched um the first episode on YouTube and then I watched the bonus episode or well, listened to it on Spotify. So I'll find either one. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate all the support. Yes, That's thank you right. for supporting us. <laughs> no worries. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity though. It is yeah, it's great. Of course. Um, but we will definitely talk soon. Uh, we don't want to keep mm-hmm. you too long because you're probably going to have dinner soon or something. It's late <laughs> oh, no, it's all right. I think my mom's put it off anyway because I said, don't bother me. I'm going on call. It's important. I have an <laughs> interview. Like, leave it for it. Yeah, I have a really important interview. Just leave me alone. But yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we will definitely talk to you later, okay? Okie dokie. Thank you so much. Thank so you. sweet for joining us. We appreciate Thank it. You. Bye. Speak to you Bye. Um, so thank you so much to Ella for letting us interview you. Um, we had a lot of fun talking to somebody outside of the U.S. and getting a perspective of a fan that doesn't have it as easy as we do. So with that being said, we wanted to end off the podcast with our highs and lows. So Angel, do you want to go first? What is your low for today? Okay, so my low for today or the week, I guess, is that I've been stuck in a love triangle. <laughs> oh my God, I, you gotta tell me what the yeah, heck. I will. I have like two guys that I'm talking to, and it's really overwhelming, and I don't know which way to go, which direction to go with it. Um, so, yeah, that's my low for the week because it's been really overwhelming. 
And mm-hmm. my high would be that I had therapy today and it was a really good session. And we talked about a lot of things that I'm struggling with and how to overcome them. So that was definitely a high for me. I love that. That's so good. I feel like that's good to, to mention because a lot of people would, maybe that you guys are thinking about getting into therapy. So for you to say it's such a positive, like that's your highlight of, of the day, then that's so awesome for people to hear. Um, as for me, my low is like, I feel like the past couple of days I've been in a funk. Um, I don't know. I just haven't been feeling the greatest, been feeling a little down. There's no particular reason. Uh, there usually isn't when you're feeling a bit depressed for me anyway. Um, so I guess like, I guess that would be my low trying to figure out what, like what's going on, but my high, I think my high would be filming this podcast right now. I think it's good. Um, a good distraction. It's definitely keeping my mind off of things. Um, so that's my high for today. We'll keep it short. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Like I'm not even just saying that just to be like, Oh my God, like this is the best thing in my life. No, but seriously, it really, it's been my highlight for today. I've been looking forward to it. That's good. So yeah. So with that being said, guys, (laughs) we're going to end the episode. Uh, Thank you guys so much for watching this episode of the Dear Little Me podcast. We will see you next Sunday. To tune in for your weekly dose of Demi. Bye, guys. Bye.